I just learned not to trust these people. Learned how to beat the oppressor herself. <laughs> what happened to us? Hi guys, welcome to our podcast, The Misreads, where we discuss books and what it can teach us as adults. I'm your Misread Sprill, and together with Misread Jolly, we are excited to welcome you to our new series for this month. So Jolly, I think this is your cue. Hi guys, I'm your Misreads Jolly, and as Pearl said, we are going to launch our new series. And it will be called Mystery and Betrayal. We thought kasi na it's okay to read books and to review them, but I think it's high time that we share some original content as well then. So, ang mayayari is we are still going to review books under the mystery genre for this month. And at the same time, in, the, in between book review episodes, we are going to discuss and share our sentiments regarding different forms of betrayal, hence the title of our series, Mystery and Betrayal. Okay, but before we dwell into our very first um episode regarding betrayal, I would just like to ask my co-host Jolly, kamusta ka naman since the last time we recorded our last podcast episode? How are you? Well, I think I'm I'm uh, now more comfortable with having a podcast than before mm-hmm. because our childhood friend Donald, he messaged me and he said that he listens to our podcast before and after work. I think that's what he said. Yes. And then he warned my heart. It did. Donald. <laughs> okay, so thank you, Donald, for listening to us. And it really makes a difference even if, like, you would think that you, your goal is to reach, like, a hundred listeners, but when mm. we received that message from our childhood friend ever since we were in kindergarten. She was asking about more episodes and I just thought na, oh, so this, we don't need that 100 listeners. We just need, like, we just need to reach out to people, to important people <laughs> who matter, diba? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so Jolly. How are you? Well, you know, you asked about me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you, bro? Me. How uh, are you? Um, I'm really doing good right now, especially with coping up, coping up with my anxiety, and um, mm-hmm. I just got back to work. Our company just opened, and I work as a frontliner. If some of you might not know, or some of you hindi nakalisten to our first episode. I am a frontliner. I am currently a registered pharmacist here in my country. 
And yeah, work is fine naman, but of course, andan pa rin yung anxiety na you're very exposed to people and you still don't know if they carry the virus or not. So you should be uh, extra careful, like mga 10, 20 times extra careful, careful than you are before the virus. That's it. And yun lang naman, dude. Really fine, and I'm just really excited to do this new podcast with you. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Going back, Jolly, yeah. can you explain more about this episode to our listeners? So for this episode, we thought we'd discuss our very first Miss Reed's original content, and it's called Betrayal of. Betrayal of Perception, Celebrities, and Influencers. Pearl, what is this Betrayal of Perception and how do you think we'll discuss it in this episode? Uh, Thank you for that very insightful question, Jolly. Well, it's basically us sharing our experiences with betrayal from influential influential or famous people that turn out to be the exact opposite of what we believe in. So these days, there are a lot. And it's very important for us to acknowledge this because some people might turn a blind eye just because they want to remain a loyal fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it is important for the public to be critical of people in the public eye. Because they can influence people very easily. I think we all have a responsibility when it comes to what we put out in the world. We can all make mistakes, like you and I in the past, right? Yes, we did. Yeah, (laughs) of course, but we should also learn and grow from that. Maybe we can be open to criticisms, right? But before we start revealing our famous traitors in the spotlight, what is your definition of betrayal? What is the meaning of betrayal, Pearl? Betrayal. Betrayal. Okay. Mm, Before I dwell into the meaning of betrayal, I just really want to share something because before our first Mm -hmm. episodes, you might remember that Jolly and I uh, we have a habit of drinking during uh-huh. our pod, during uh, every time we would record our podcast episodes. And um, right now, since we are spilling uh, the tea or the bins over <laughs> people that we thought was really something we could look up to, well, we are drinking tea right now. Are you drinking your tea, Jolly? Yes, I'm drinking uh, Tulsi tea. I am what are drinking you? a peach tea. It is really good before. It is, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's peach and it's really yummy. So, yeah. turn back. <laughs> betrayal. Betrayal? A, betrayal. <laughs> I had a little help with Google here, uh, but um, betrayal, according to Webster's Dictionary, is the act of violating a, a person's trust, confidence, or moral standard. So, hindi na natin kailangan humanihin pa yung meaning na binigay, di ba? Kasi, understood naman na an act of betrayal is clearly 
one of the worst things that a person could do to you consciously or subconsciously. Mm. Yes. So topic natin ngayon, episode na to, we are going to dwell on that subconscious part because we will be dealing with people who practically doesn't know we exist but it's something that ultimately led us to believe we were betrayed. <sighs> so ready ka na ba, Jolly, to reveal who your first betrayal of perception is? <sighs> yes. <laughs> I'm more than ready to talk shit. <laughs> are you? Are you ready, bro? Mm, I was born ready to spill the tea, dear. Okay, so without further ado, everybody, welcome to our first episode, Betrayal of Perception, Celebrities and Influencers. Okay, go. My first betrayer would be drum roll Scarlett Johansson <gasps> you may roll your eyes but Scarlett Johansson betrayed me a fellow feminist mm-hmm. <laughs> um, after I watched the Avengers movie in 2012 um, Scarlett Johansson as Natasha Romanoff. That's her name, right? I don't remember her anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> AKA the Black Widow enchanted me with her skills. You know, I'm a sucker for kick ass strong female characters like you are, Pearl. Right? Yes, preach. Yes. Even before that, I liked her in several several other movies like The Island, The Nanny Diaries, The Other Boyland Girl, and We Bought a Zoo. After the Avengers, she did her Don John, Under the Skin, Lucy, and more Marvel movies. And I really loved, I really loved Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Emphasis on love, yes. <laughs> so, well, tell me, Pearl, which of her movies do you like? I don't think movie aside from Avengers, eh, but her performance sa Iron Man 2. Was it Iron Man 2? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was really good. So. <laughs> it was really good. You would think that she was something of a love triangle um, mm-hmm. from yeah. Tony and Pepper, but yeah. I just really felt her energy during the boxing scene. You boxing scene me, Tony and yeah. happy. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Like when That's she awesome. went over the ring with that uh okay. So well yun lang. And aside from that I've never really watched a lot of movies that included her. Except for her. Mm-hmm. Her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway her continue. was so beautiful, I think. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Was she nominated for an Academy? No. No, no, no. Um, I don't think was she was. I don't know anymore. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so continue with your betray- betrayer. My betrayer. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I thought about how I love how she was a feminist and how this woman had these good rules and how good she expressed her emotions while she acted. But then she did Ghost in the Shell. 
Ghost in the Shell is a Japanese cyberpunk science fiction story, and she was casted as the main character. Did you watch this movie? I have to tell you honestly, I didn't really watch it, but I have heard of it because of the outrageous casting. It was all over Tumblr. Tumblr was really hating on her that time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, continue. <laughs> well, anyway, so I was angry. There are not many good roles for women in Hollywood, but especially Asian women. You know. So, like, Asian Americans exist, yet they are rarely seen on TV there. But they went and casted a white woman for this role, which could have gone to a Japanese actress. True. People would go, oh, there aren't a lot of Japanese actresses in Hollywood. No, oh, there aren't a lot of Asian actresses in Hollywood. Well, that's because they aren't casting them for roles. Like, they are there, but they're not getting these roles. Mm-hmm. Because you know, white women are the quote unquote normal choice, which is fucked up. What did you think about when this happened? I was really disappointed. I didn't mm-hmm. understand anything about cultural appropriation that time. Mm-hmm. But nanaig, nanaig tagalog na tagalog, nanaig sa aking kalamnan na. She is really not doing the right thing. She's clearly taking away these roles that was supposed to be for Japanese people, for Asian people. Mm-hmm. And and alam ko may a, a recent interview siya na she was really defending herself. Like these roles were given to me. Like dude, you could have just not accepted it like why are you still doing there wearing that suit <laughs> you happy actress you diba? It, was, it was really frustrating to say the least and that was during the time that I did not understand yun nga, cultural appropriation na. and mm. anyway so continue your rant alright <laughs> so I did not watch this movie let's say Just the idea of it pisses me off. Because, so, you know, you know. <laughs> and the whole thing ruined Scarlett Johansson for me. And I really, really loved Scarlett Johansson. I judged this based on what I know about Ghosts in the Shell and what countless Asian voices have said about it. The blame is not solely on her, but she agreed to do this thing, you know. Uh-huh. It's cultural appropriation and whitewashing yeah so um I'd, i'd really like to add before you explain what cultural appropriation is okay go um ahead. i really did not understand what cultural appropriation is before because uh people used to dress up like other cultures every time There's a costume party, especially during Halloween, diba. So it was really, I really did not understand this mm-hmm. word before. I think I sent you photos of me looking like Jasmine, and you told me that that it's not. Ano ba sabi mo sa akin? No, that's cultural appropriation. And then I looked it up, and really? I. 
Yeah, I did. Because at that time, you know, I was believing everything that you were saying because... Aww. Yeah, because I really thought that you were in the right road. Yun nga, pero I searched it and I was really surprised because we, we know that this thing exists but we still continue to do it. Not because of our ignorance. Well, siguro dito sa Pilipinas, most of it because of our ignorance. Versus states, diba? Yeah. Like, American people really, really like to dress up like Asian people. And mm-hmm. I think cultural appropriation is taking something from a different culture that includes their their the way they dress, they uh, like uh, ano pa ba? So yun yun de ba? Other than the way they dress, their other practices sa culture na yun. But mas mas nangyiba, mas of course nangyiba yung aesthetics ng culture. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, so can you please please tell us what cultural appropriation okay. is? So anyway, I'll just, you know, um, read something I found on Google. Mm-hmm. Cultural appropriation is defined as the unacknowledged or inappropriate adoption of mm-hmm. the customs, practices, ideas, and other stuff of one people or society by members of another and typically more dominant people or society. So, an, an example of appropriation is Halloween costumes. Like, yes. you just told us, mm-hmm. like, some people dress like, or, you know, just like you said, mm-hmm. accurate when they dress like that because that's not really, you know, um, Native Americans have multiple cultures, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different kind of Native American, I think. Even though it's not accurate, it's still rude as fuck. <laughs> Toot! So, <laughs> So, for people, I think you should just search online why cultural appropriation um, applies to this movie because there are a lot of articles about that. So, the fact that the character's name is Major Makoto, Scarlett Johansson as Major Makoto. So, you know, a lot of places in the US, people still see Asians as foreigners. They would deny it, but right? Like, they don't see them as like, oh, this is an American. They would automatically think this is a foreigner. So that's why I think representation is very important. Asian Americans need to be seen on screen. I don't think Scarlett Johansson has learned anything about this and continues to defend herself. You know, like, right? Like, have you heard her defend herself? It's so infuriating. But, like, um, just a few years ago, she took on a role of a transgender man. She accepted this role. Like, what the fuck? Like, people were so angry, the movie didn't even happen. Transgender people are important people who need to be respected. She's just this, um, you know, this white feminist who looks out for herself. But if she were to change in the future and have respect for other people who are very different from her, I really hope that happens. Yes. Because I do believe in changing, you know, who you are. Yeah. 
change is very possible. Yeah. Right. I just really want to say I'm sorry that those things tainted your perception kay Scarlett mm-hmm. Johansson. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. We it's okay. Th- we should <laughs> hope for the best <laughs> na lang that she change or well, I don't know. Yes. Well, from that, I just learned not to trust these people, you know, these celebrities or influencers. Like, yeah. we shouldn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> Pearl, let's talk about the cis white feminist who betrayed you. <sighs> Um, my betrayer is drum roll. Y'all know it. It's J.K. Rowling. <gasps> yes. yes. Okay. It's J.K. Rowling. Yes. It's no secret that I am an avid Harry Potter fan, and that J.K. Rowling for me is the epitome of my childhood. Ever since she introduced a tiny, bespectable, bespectacled boy living under the cupboard. <laughs> yes. My childhood wasn't that bad per se, but it had its moments. And in between those moments, I had Harry Potter. If you remember, um, I said earlier in the very first podcast episode that Harry Potter didn't shield me from that reality. Uh, it was there as a coping mechanism. And it remained like that even right now. Whenever I would feel like I'm losing myself again. And I I really admired J.K. Rowling and her story. It gave me a life full of magic. Pun intended. Yes. Uh, she was... She was everything I aspired to be growing up and originally I wanted I really wanted to be a writer. She she yeah. she, she influenced the both of us so much that we yeah. both wanted to be a writer, diba? Remember that phase? What made me like her more was her backstory. Ironically, <laughs> while she was writing her soon-to-be-magnificent work, she was struggling as a single mother and was turned down by several publishers before finally finding Bloomsbury. So to, er- to anyone who's listening, um, contrary to popular belief, kasi dito sa Pilipinas, also yung scholastic version rather than the Bloomsbury version but Bloomsbury version was the agent uh-huh. was the ano ba tawag sa kanila mm. uh, yeah it was it was agent <laughs> it was the publishing company that first took in J.K. Uh-huh. Rowling and voila Harry Potter was born yun so anyway mm. that alone should be an inspiration to many Especially to women, diba? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who, yeah. who would have thought that a single mom struggling with money would become so big because of her creativity and imagination? Yeah, she was impressive, I think. Yes. She, she mm-hmm. was our queen until 
Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. It went down. At first, I was a bit skeptic about it. JK mm-hmm. like, went through a lot of shit when she was starting. You think that she's not going to turn out like, well, shit. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> what happened? What made my JK rolling bubble pop? At first, was, if you remember, it was really the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, you were, yeah. yeah. You were irritated because J.K. Rowling continued to cast Johnny Depp. <sighs> Johnny Depp, it's a film, even when she knew he was being accused of domestic abuse that time. And yes. lang inamin niya that she was a victim of domestic uh, domestic abuse and violence, din, diba? Diba? Oh, yeah. So, mm. she actually even defended the casting to her fans. The very idea of her not even flinching because she might have casted someone accused yes. of abuse is beyond me given the fact that she struggled as a woman earlier on. The support wasn't mm-hmm. there at all and we were disappointed as a whole. Oh my God. My Gryffindor heart That was really bad. Yeah. Yes. That's when I stopped that was when I stopped, I think. I, I think when you stop, I I really didn't stop seeing mm. her as our queen. I was in denial. And, and you didn't tell me about it. No. Anyway, so that alone could have <laughs> that alone could have made me cringe or hesitate, but I didn't. I continued to support her and her work. But mm. again, it did not stop there. <laughs> yes. Uh, aside from the so lucky ROV. Yeah. Aside from the fact that I really did not like where the Fantastic Beast series was going, no, really, did I really didn't yeah, like I don't, it? I, don't, I really don't like it. Yeah. I hate the last one. Yes. I, I just kept on seeing the red flags everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like it suddenly turned up no long to remind me that she has been doing problematic things ever since. Dare I say? God, yes. Like <laughs> fat shaming, the fat shaming pearl, and like the what do you call the people who work at the bank. Yeah, but I was actually talking about Harry Potter though. <laughs> so no, yeah, I mean yeah, like the things inside Harry Potter, right? Yeah. So she was dreaming of everybody. Uh, I really didn't di ko na, di ko na yun, but I think that I'm I'm going to yeah. add that up to the reasons why you can you will not unsee it. Yeah. Okay. So going back. Okay. So yun yeah. She has been doing things ever since Harry Potter. We were just blinded because of the magic. To name right. a few. Okay, to name a few. Uh, she did little to no acknowledgement of her side characters na ibang culture. Mm-hmm. Just there simply to be a, a side character. Side character. And the name she gave them, cringe, my goodness. Really, Cho Chang. <laughs> Cho Chang. Cho Chang. Like, wala na bang ibang nalarapat na name for a Chinese character? I mean, you, you could have you could have given her a an English first name because like she was yeah. Scottish. Come on. Anyway, <laughs> aside from Cho Chang, we have 
Kingsley Shacklebolt. Really? <laughs> it, even if she made up for it, making him, you know, the Minister of Magic in the later books. Yeah. Shacklebolt, talaga. Shackle. <laughs> like, by the way, to the listeners who aren't a Potterhead, Kingsley Shacklebolt is a black wizard. So yeah, yeah. you you go do the math or whatever in your head. Okay. <laughs> So, anyway, moving forward with my already losing battle against my need to still be a fan. And to yeah. honor her for bringing us Harry Potter, yung last na ginawa niya, I think that was it. I think ito na talaga yung nagbukas ng eyes ko. That she's not the same J.K. Rowling in that Or was she ever? Her statements <laughs> against trans people were, suffice to say, problematic. In all aspects, and mm-hmm. what during the time when I finally understood the community and what it really stand stood up for, right? Like, for me, I, I admit that before I was one of those Bible bashing. It's that uh, it's Adam and Eve. It's Adam, not Adam and Steve. I mean, we do live in a very religious country yeah so that's why it was very sad for me na akala yung akalain mong tao na would make you understand through her books kasi her characters are very relatable diba mm-hmm. and during those times na nangangailangan ka na understanding to understand more of the people that you will meet in the future or and hindi mo naman ma-meet yung mga yung community na to like you if you're a person na nasa tama yung puso mo you would really want to understand them and how they not really how they think but how they became the way they were diba so mm-hmm. i i was hurt i was really angry sad and disappointed the woman who created characters against oppression <laughs> turned out to be the oppressor herself. <laughs> and that's some, that's something that I can't unsee anymore. She, she's not the same person that I once admired anymore. And that right. made me hope in between the pages of her book. I was really heartbroken. Right. Yeah. She, she was invalidating transgender women around the world. And You're it right. is a hard thing to take in talaga. I was thinking the other day while reading her sentiments at Twitter, no? Maybe her her her, her perspective is like that. Kasi she, she struggled as a woman before. Like, I really want to understand where she's coming from. So I tried to dive in deeper. Sa unreasonable part ng brain ko, still wanting to defend her, iniisip ko na lang na Maybe she was denying the existence of transgender women because she doesn't want her struggles as a woman be invalidated by something so new to her. Or maybe or maybe dun nga tayo, she just got filthy rich and alam mo yun dude yung people change out of touch. Yeah. People change when they get rich and they get yun nga, out of touch from reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but of course, the reasonable part of me won despite growing up reading her magnificent books. Y'all, 
listening to this podcast. <laughs> I don't know kung ano mang political views nyo, like, are you, hindi ko alam kung ano religion nyo. Just, I really just want to share this. I mean, to take this time to share that transgender women are women. I don't right. understand many things, but this I understand. Taking their rights as a human being to exist is nothing short of cruel, especially when you have millions of people to influence. Uh-huh, 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 J.K. Rowling. <laughs> and so, that is how she became my betrayer, of course. I guess I, I, I will still thank her for saving me more than once through her writing, but that's it. I went to her after the Harry Potter had canon franchise. May something that talaga uh-huh. that, kept, that kept me from liking her new work. It was a, it just wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, right. Like I don't even want to read the child. What is that? Cruel, pr- cruel. What? Cruel. Uh, I don't. Uh, the cursed child. <laughs> the cursed child. The cursed child. I don't read that. I don't plan on reading it. I did, I did, because you know, I, I was really, I was still looking up to her that time. Anyway, yeah, insert Hedwig's team dramatic version here, Judah. Okay. Wait, let me, let me just um add like mm-hmm. when she recently said a lot of very anti-trans um comments again on Twitter as mm-hmm. ongoing <laughs> as we speak, I think. And I'm really happy that a bunch of the Harry Potter movie cast, cast and the uh, present, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They spoke so, up. They like, spoke up. Let me just uh, say a, something that Daniel Radcliffe said. Okay, Daniel Radcliffe who played Harry Potter. Uh, okay, go go ahead, go ahead, make it quick. <laughs> so he said. It's a long message, but this part, um, transgender women are women. Any statement to the contrary erases the identity and dignity of transgender people and goes against all advice given by professional healthcare associations who have far more expertise on the subject matter than either Joe or I. And actually, you know what? He said a lot of other good stuff. But yeah. He basically said, fuck you, J.K. Rowling. But, yeah. like, not really. <laughs> he was still very respectful. Uh huh, but yeah, he, that's what we yeah. yeah. But yeah, fuck you, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> yes, fuck you. Harry Potter will always be a part of me. The books that I have read ever since I was 11, just like Harry will always be there as a reminder that being different is okay and that hope is always possible to find even in the darkest times. Yes, I'm quoting that contradicting witch and I think this is just my way of saying if you take your rolling, you won't ruin Harry Potter for me. Happy Pride Month, bitch! (laughs) Okay, so... Dude. So there you have it, guys. Our betrayers, the women who broke our hearts. 
But it doesn't stop there because we asked a few people in the local podcast community and we got really ex- interesting betrayers as well. So, well, we'll mention a few and we'll, of course, discuss how they got betrayed as well. So I'll start first with Lucila from Brain Cells. She said she chose Vanessa Hudgens. She said, Sobrang ignorant and privileged niya. Privileged niya when she made insensitive comments about COVID-19 that everyone's gonna die now anyway. Like, what the fuck, Vanessa Hudgens? She Mm -hmm. is also someone I really like, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, she's so... Dumb. Out of touch. Like, girl, people are suffering. What is wrong with you? I know. You know, it seems like she wasn't sorry at all about it. Whatever. (laughs) So, we have another one from the Jappy, our podcast. They chose um, Chris Pratt. I thought he and Anna Ferris were the perfect couple, while it was never confirmed. Once he turned from chubby funny guy into a Greek god, their marriage turned to shit. I don't think that's a coincidence. What do you think of this? What are your assumptions, Dito? My oh, um, I think it's because Chris Pratt is um, a white guy. Ah, <laughs> I, I know you're go- you are going to say it. People, yeah, you were thinking it. <laughs> yeah. he, he turned out to be a white guy after yeah, all. He actually goes to this church who, who is. Which is known to be like very anti-LGBT. Is uh, what I heard. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and he defends. Good, good for Anna Faris if she is right? a regular mm-hmm. Karen, though. That's true. Yeah. Hey, so <laughs> Pearl, what about okay. you? So you know, betray your young sister being one from whom? Uh, this one's from Morning Coffee Talks, relaxing conversations with Aaron Christian, and he said, "The one person I can say." is that truly broke me as a fan was Ricardo Medina Jr., one of the main actor of Power Rangers Wildfires. One of the mm-hmm. reasons, many reasons is who polar opposite he was on and off camera. He never spoke with his fellow castmates and kept to himself. I mean, I get it. He was playing a role, but to not be open to your castmates... The other reason was he confirmed murder to his roommate, Joshua Sutter, where he pleaded guilty after a year of investigation. Still heartbreaking and ruins my childhood. Wow. So this is wow. um, a roller coaster. I, yeah, I watched the movie of Power Rangers, the, the one that he was in. And mm. he was, he, he had, has, a really outgoing character there. Pero, I'm not defending this actor, uh, but Aaron Christian, I think, like, um, it doesn't have to be that way to everybody. Like, for example, he plays an outgoing character. He should be like that off-camera. You have to remember that he's playing a role. And what happens off-camera is his Parang, that's a, Pearl. Like, I don't know. But he's a murderer, Pearl. <laughs> yeah, but I think that the fact that he was a murderer, 
I yeah. think, I think I, I'm not defending him. Ah, uh, I think that he has a mental health problem. This one, because yeah. if he he was already showing shy, showing he if he was already showing anti-social signs before, niba. Yeah. Oh yeah. Niba, hmm. like she, yeah. but he even plead. Shad nag plead guilty, diba? I, I, am I understanding it right? Okay. Anyway, yeah, you're 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 a fan, but don't accept, don't expect anything from celebrities, nga, because they're they're they have a whole other life than what's in front of the camera, and you should not trust that, and you should not let your you should not. Be dis- you should not get disappointed once they act otherwise off camera. But yeah, he 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 was a murderer, so I'm sorry about that. Anyway, the other one, we have another one from Weekends with Kirby Braga. I really don't know how to say this. I'll just which oh, guys Weekend with Kirby. So, sorry. so I'll just say Kirby. Yeah, unbox therapy. Uh, I try to look at both sides of the issue. But at the end of the day, I just didn't. I just didn't watch his videos anymore. It's like YouTube at him up. He's gone. So this is another case of uh, they got rich, kuna ba? Another case of. I don't know what unboxed therapy is. I really don't know what that is as well. But I looked it up. Mm. I think this particular podcaster, si Kirby, he he was he or she. I'm not really sure. So Kirby was really disappointed. I guess is he this YouTuber started started out doing it maybe for his hobbies as a hobby, and then yun nga, YouTube at him up. He, he maybe this he changed. I think uh, I know. Ano, means YouTube ate him up. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it, it happens. It happens to everyone, <laughs> especially when they, uh, yeah, especially when they find out that whoa, I'm making money. Oh so I'll, but yun yeah, if if what he did after YouTube add him up didn't satisfy Kirby, I'm really Sorry about that. And since we're talking about YouTube, I think there are a lot of problematic influencers, lalo na dito sa Pilipinas, dude. Lalo na dito, like I'm, I'm just dropping their names, like. Uh, oh, really? Who? Uh, sino ba? Donalyn Bartolome. Yung she has a vlog named "The Rich Become Poor and the Poor Become Rich." <gasps> Oh, I saw so, that. I mean, it's I heard about it. Really problematic. Like, oh my god. Like, ugh. I don't want to explain. Ah. I'm sure she our needs listeners... to experience poverty. Yeah. Like, for like, real. Like, she just bitch. Right? Oh my god. Yung mga taong yan, hindi ko makain. Ma- <sighs> like, how can you... Uh, aside from that, yung may pa problematic. Kain sila pearl, my god. <laughs> I mean, to it's still to, very different. I mean, to make to create a content out of that, it's very yeah, it's fucked up, it's out of touch. 
And <laughs> anyway, yun nga. So, moving forward, I no, this is the last one. Yeah. Okay, so wow, this is a whole lot of disappointed fans in one episode. How do you feel about this, Jolly? It seems like we have all felt betrayed by maybe people we idolize. And I guess it's also a learning experience, right? Like people, uh, liking people comes naturally to us, right? Yes, sometimes we're drawn to people even though we don't really know them. I guess we just have to try and protect our hearts more in the future. We shouldn't, we shouldn't trust celebrities too much. I think we have more that we would like to say about this topic, but then it would take hours. So we will just end our episode here. And oh, <laughs> thank you so much for listening and being with us till the end of this episode. I would like to. Uh, I would like to say hello to my friends and our friends, like my friends, Shane and Arlene. I hope you listened to this one. And Marnie, I miss you. Donald, thank you very much for listening thank to our Thank you so podcast. much. Yeah. <laughs> we miss you. Yeah. So thank you guys. We love you again. Thank you for listening. And I think I'll just close with a Dumbledore quote. Aww. Yes, <laughs> I'm really crying. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, what um, happened to us? I know some mga disappointed fans out there. Na you still think na your alba? Oh well, Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe said yeah, yeah. to us, "We can do whatever we want with it." Yeah, Harry Potter like, said so. <laughs> I'm sorry that your idol d- turned out to be shitty, but here's a quote for you. It's a Dumbledore quote. Dark and difficult... <laughs> One more time. Dark and difficult times lie ahead. Soon, we must all make a choice between what is right and what is easy. Easy. I do hope you choose what is right, you guys. We love you. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. Before, I uh, shout out lang. I oh, forgot cool. shout out. Shout out sa, if they are going to listen to this. To Yellow, Renette, Tessa, and Norman. I really hope you listen to this, guys. And, uh, yun nga, Mario and Nat and my boyfriend. Diba? After her boyfriend, after Andre, sorry. <laughs> so he promised, he promised me that he would listen to our podcast now because it's not going to be a book. Uh, I just really want to congratulate him and the Brain Cells because uh, Brain Cells is his podcast. Um, sobrang dami nilong following. Yeah, I just really want to con- congratulate them. And um, before we say goodbye, you guys, I'm just going to tell you something about our next episode. It's going mm-hmm. to be about our original content episode, uh, Under the Betrayal Genre. Uh, we are going to talk about Betrayal of Trust, Friends, Family, and Relationships Edition. So, you should really watch out for that. <sighs> we are going to talk <laughs> lots of shit there like I don't know dude when I was telling him that you should listen to our podcast 
and she said, said oh should I should I ano parang wala kasi siyang Spotify ngayon eh mag ano siya ulit sa Spotify mag sign up siya ulit sa Spotify Aww. and sabi ko wag na dun na lang sa original host namin so he told me that he's going to listen to our episodes while he was working so Oh, uh, lang. So, anything you want to say before we say bye-bye? Well, just this. Um, we hope that you continue to listen to our podcast. And we will try to publish more episodes in the future. Thank you for your time. Be safe. Be healthy. Drink your water. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye.